Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mike, 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 Mike. Wait, whoa. Okay. First off, where Mike. the fuck you been? Dude, and I, you I have, have so much to tell you. Wait, but you have that fucking container with you again with that fucking foaming clear liquid it's that fucking creatine shit that's why you've been running to the bathroom every five minutes when you are here no 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 well this is the best way to start the day it's a nice protein creatine blend sorry Tony would like Um, that in a store what the fuck is going on with you because I've had to cover and I'm sick of it okay so alright you know how I've been you know juicing doing some roids well, after watching some of the Olympics, you know how those Russians, they, they're getting banned and everything else. So I I got the hookup on the internet for some Russian steroids. Oh, or no, you did not. Croatian or... I don't, I don't know, man, but I, uh, I took them. And I've been fucking tripping balls for like four days, man. I don't think those were steroids. Are, oh, God. But dude, dude. Is your name Phelps? Are you John Phelps instead of Michael no, Phelps, dude. John Phelps? I have to tell you, I have to tell you, man. None of this is real. Like, none of this is real. The what? store isn't real. We're not, none of this is fucking real. Man, I, there, there's, there's, there's alternate realities and, and they're real. And, and the alternate realities, Wait. they're... This is a counter. This is real. You hear me banging? It's a counter. It's a, it's, a, it's a counter. This this is a Blu-ray here. Do you see? Yeah, but what you don't get is there's there's tons of alternate realities all going on at the exact same time, and some of them were just fucking losers sitting in our rooms talking to each other through Skype, and some of them were in this awesome ass store, and and none of it's fucking real, man. And I had to come and warn you. Warn me? Warn me about what? There's something really bad coming, man. There's, there's gonna be a dude that comes into the store, okay? And he's gonna he's gonna sell us this really crappy old VHS, but it has instructions on it. And when we watch it, we build a time machine. And we go back to the eighties. Well, I wanna and go back to the eighties. No man, it's definitely not fucking bitching. It's an alternate reality eighties, and they're fucking trying to kill us now, man. They're they're gonna kill us. They're they're fucking watching us. So it'll be evil me and evil you versus good me and good you from now. It's not good, man. It's not fucking good. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're good now versus evil us from the 80s. Well, no, it's, it's not like us. Bill and Ted's bogus Everyone's journey. evil. Everyone is evil. Yeah, but everyone's evil in the 80s versus positive us now. Right. Yes, so it's like Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Evil Bill and Ted versus good Bill and Ted. Evil Mike and John versus good Mike and John. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe there's something there. All right, all right, grab the tape. We're going to go in the back, and we're going to watch that. Yes.
I could be. How's it going, Bill and Ted? Ted, it's us again. How's it going, Bill? Not bad, Bill. You? Bad. We came to help you guys in your most unfortunate situation. Yeah. How? Come with us. We'll show you. Okay. Excuse us. Dude. I got a weird feeling here. Why? I don't know. How do we know these guys are really us? Ted, we've been through this before. Now, if it wasn't for the previous intervention of our future selves, would we have even passed history? Or met the babes? Or had a most excellent adventure through time? Okay. Ted, if you're really me, how many fingers am I about to hold up? Three. Whoa! You're right! Let's go, guys. We'll drive. <laughs> Ted, what? I have a feeling we're about to embark upon a most unprecedented expedition. Dude, what? I got a full-on robot chubby. Later, Evil Ted.
All right, ah. and welcome to VHS Life. Oh, that was more subdued than I'm used to. I'm very surprised. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. All right, oh. welcome to VHS Life. Still trying to deafen me. I, I get it. <laughs> oh, man, so... <sighs> shit, man. Gene Wilder fucking died. Yeah, we have a huh? voicemail about that. Oh, we do? Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, that kind of brought me down. It really did. And as my work schedule, that's definitely why we were a little delayed. I mean, that that's I, – I fucking used to love watching his movies, man. Do you, do you enjoy watching his movies, drinking that creatine, protein, whatever the fuck it is? Well, that's how I start the day. I don't usually watch much of anything while drinking that. Starting the day is with coffee, not with that shit. Or Mountain Dew Kickstart with loads (laughs) of caffeine. I I concur. I I approve. I I wake up and I take BCAAs to flood the system with it on an empty stomach, and then I immediately follow it with a lovely blend of protein and creatine to once again flood my empty system with it well now see if you need protein all you need is you know michael j's special blend and it's, yeah, in, no, my, it's in my bowl i'm good i'm good <laughs> good um well what does it taste like anyway like uh eh, vanilla honestly oh really yeah i like vanilla yeah. I can taste like vanilla too. Just give me a bunch of <laughs> vanilla extract. Oh shit. So moving past Michael's filthiness. Yes. <laughs> we hung up the young Frankenstein poster in the store. Yeah. Thanks for making me dig that out by the way. Um because you were nowhere to be seen. I fucking have no idea, you know. Make, I told you. you I make told me you. go into the back of the fucking store. I have to dig through. You have no idea what it's like in that back office. I swear, you you don't realize. No, that's I do. That's where no. I smoke my cigars. That's why the the poster's a little yellow. Just don't tell Tony that. Uh, well, I'm sure he'll be in here soon enough, and he'll he'll see it, and then I'll tell him. I'll be like, yeah. Um, number one, he hasn't been here. Number two. He smokes cigars in the back of the... Well, he does that, too, so he probably won't be too pissed off about that. But the yellowing of the exactly. poster... The yellowing of the poster, he will be pissed off about. Because, you know... Well, I'm, if somebody would have left it in the plastic. <sighs> exactly. Well, you're the one that fucking threw it there and left it behind all those fucking boxes and shit like that. Craziness. You knew I wouldn't do that. Don't, don't even... Yeah. No. Craziness. Well, when I start shooting Horlick again in the fall, I will not be here to be hanging up your posters so often and doing this and doing that. It's insane. And that's that's acceptable. <laughs> Damn right. You're going to have to start picking up some of the slack there somewhere. I mean, yeah. cutting hours at the other job, maybe. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'll just work later. Yeah. Well, you're going to do something, sir. It's not my responsibility. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, have you seen anything worth mentioning, Mike? Worth getting into before we really start discussing our homework? Because we have two homework assignments to discuss this week. That's right. We double down, bitches. Oh well, I have. Um... Oh wait, did we have two homework assignments? Wait, what did I watch? 
you had one and I. Oh, had that's one. oh, 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 right. Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna be like I don't think we both had two because I don't remember two. Um, I will say that starting um, starting the beginning of the the week because you know now with it being uh, September September first actually. Um, Father Knows Best is back on Antenna TV after a summer hiatus from noon to 1 p.m. every day. If you're in the Philadelphia area or in some other area that gets Antenna TV, I highly recommend that you view this program. It is brilliant. I've seen every episode. That's 238, I believe, because there was six seasons with 32 to 36 episodes a season. So... Black and white, Robert Young, Father Knows Best, goodness, watch it. Uh, so and that's um, what you think of that. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. So I watched Sausage Party. Ah. So did Paul Rudd play the sausage? No, that's Seth Rogen. So Seth Rogen played the sausage. Well, who played the bun? Uh, I don't know. There was a bun, right? There, there is a bun, and surprisingly enough, Edward Norton does one of the main supporting voices. Really? Yeah. Where is he been? Talk about not being around. Where the fuck has he been? He was at Birdman. Yeah, but that was over a year ago. I, I don't... I haven't seen Birdman yet, so I don't know. I have no idea where the fuck he's disappeared to, but I've always enjoyed him. No, I did too. Primal Fear is a prime example of, you know, he was really good in that. He was good in Spike Lee's 25th Hour. Uh, Fight Club? Uh, Oh yeah, don't forget Fight Club. Fuck yeah, Fight Club. Fight Club is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> I think the beginning of the downfall for him was uh, the Incredible Hulk. No, because See, Incredible it really Hulk came was, out how it, difficult he was to work with. Then, but it was. But that's wait. Hold on a second. But that was such a good movie. I don't think his his um, work ethic uh, translated to the screen. Like you know, his negative side. If you're saying negative, right, right, right. Was negative. I'm just saying that a lot of people, production-wise, right, through that, really discovered how difficult he is to work with. So you're saying the director and all thought that he was an asshole, is what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what the hell do they say about him? Like, what what is their issue? Like, do they think <laughs> that he's like just like you know, or you're only getting one take and that's it? I'm only here for 15 minutes and then I'm gone. We're moving to the next shot. If you don't like it, oh well, fuck you. Is that yeah, what they did? Basically, he basically rewrote his entire character. Well, the movie came out and better probably because he did that. So. I'm not going to argue. I I enjoy his portrayal a lot. I think he did a great job. I'm just saying that the people behind the scenes did not enjoy him and how difficult he was. Right. So... I, I believe that is probably the beginning of the downfall for him. So he's just I mean, not cause, working cause with anymore. Think about it. He was in that, and then Marvel replaced him with Mark Ruffalo, and then he did, uh, what was it, Born Legacy. Yes. And then 
uh, Birdman, and then Sausage Party. I mean, I'm sure there's been a couple others in between there, but that's all I can fucking think of off the top of my head right now. Hmm. Yeah, it's almost like I want him to come and work here. So then that way, if he starts being an asshole, I can just, you know, stand up to him and I'll be like, okay, um, when are you going to be in a major motion picture again? That's Remember right. Birdman? You weren't even the lead in Birdman, dickhead. Yeah. Michael Keaton overshadowed your performance. How does that feel? <laughs> Michael Keaton played a bird. What did you play? A piece of shit that came out of his bird rectum. No, that he did not play a bird. Michael Keaton played a fucking bird. Did you not see the wings fucking come out of his body? And it was like... It's a ripoff of Batman. He's Birdman. Yeah, but he still had fucking... He could fly in that fucking suit. He jumped off of a building and he flew. I saw the trailer. So did Batman. No, Batman did not soar like a fucking bird. He soared like an eagle. I saw the trailer. He ran and he jumped off the building and he was flying as high as the sun. Okay. Anyway, uh, Sausage Party was all right. It was. It had its funny moments, but overall, it was not nearly as funny as I was expecting it to be. Uh, it's from the same people that did This Is The End, but This Is The End was actually funnier in my opinion, so... See, if Kevin Smith was involved, I think Sausage Party... It would Party, suck. No, Sausage Party would have been a much, much, much it, better movie. It would have sucked. No, not at all. It wouldn't have been all right. It would have sucked. Not at all. Tusk? Horrible fucking film. A oh. horrible fucking oh, film. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? You know what? This just made me think. I'm bringing over um, Joey T from, from Jacket Audio, and we are going to have a fucking Kevin Smith Battle Royale fucking thing. Me and, and, and Joe versus you because we love Kevin Smith and you hate Kevin Smith. See, this is what we need. This is what I don't that show hate needs. Kevin Smith. Yes, you do. I think he's peaked. You think he? I disagree with you 100 million percent. I, I think disagree. the last good film he did was Clerks 2. Uh, no. Um, Clerks 2. I think Red State had potential, but it... it failed to fully achieve it. I totally disagree with that statement. I totally I disagree with I think that. Tusk was an absolute abomination. The only watchable thing about it is the performances. Well, see, I disagree, and I'll tell you why. I loved Tusk because it was totally different from what Kevin Smith has ever done. So I think that it brought something entirely new to the all right, table. All right, all right. For him. Because he so, normally takes firm, hard shits that you can really take a look at and dissect. Oh, you've had corn, and then suddenly squirts out some diarrhea. You're like, oh my god, look at it! It's so different. No, it's still shit. Ah, uh, eh, I disagree. It's no chasing Amy. Mm, well, chasing Amy is brilliant. You really can't get better than that. But see, but see, Tusk is building. See, you, you don't like Tusk, but when you watch it with the rest of his his Canadian trilogy, which encompasses Tusk, Yoga Hosers, which comes out um, um, later in the month, which stars um, his daughter, uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, and Johnny Depp. 
And then you have his upcoming epic, Moose Jaws, which is Jaws, but a moose. And that features Jay and Silent Bob. And then that, once you see it as a whole, I think you will better understand where he was going. So while you, appre- right. you know, you appreciated chasing the only one because of the build. I yoga hosers. I've seen the trailer. It yes. looks bad. Yes, I've advised Tony only to get two copies of it from the store. Uh, no. Well, I will override that since I know you know your order codes, and I'll go on there and I'm going to order ten copies of that. Just like, just like when Tusk was coming out, I overrode and I got fifty copies of that. Now there's like. Uh, there's still 40 or 45 sitting in the back mm-hmm. somewhere that I buried. But, yeah, I did it. And I'm going to do it again. And moose jaws yeah. sounds – if it's done tongue-in-cheek enough, that could be entertaining. It's But Tusk was horrible. I'm trying to Seriously, think- Tusk was so fucking bad. I that I haven't watched Holidays because Kevin Smith directed part of it. And I have heard from multiple sources yeah. the worst short of Holidays is Kevin Smith's. I'm going to tend to disagree with that. I think so. Have you even seen it? Nope. Okay. Then. I've seen Kevin Smith. You're just a Kevin Smith apologist. No, it's, 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 you know how, like, on money it says, in God we trust? Well, see, I would print new money, and I would put in Kevin Smith, I trust. So, uh, so anyway. Better than Bruce Campbell. Hands down. Kevin Smith can make a movie. Bruce Campbell cannot. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I would, I, okay. I want to hear... From our listeners out there, mm-hmm. is Tusk better than My Name is Bruce? Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, no. 150 percent. 150 million percent, yes. All right, so let's move on to the homework because this is something that will not get settled right here, right now. So let me go first. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Mike assigned me Halloween 3 yes. season of The Witch. Did you get that Primarily, jingle in your head? Is it still stuck in there or what? Happy no, it's not stuck in there. Oh. Damn Primarily God. because I admitted to Mike that I've never actually sat down and, and well, I can't say enjoy, watched the entire film. Which is a shame because when I was a kid and I would, you know, when I first saw it and up until the subsequent years, you know, until I turned like 20 I would call that the no Michael Myers film that's how it was known okay so let's talk about this Mm -hmm. I thought I'd seen bits and pieces of this I thought you know I'd probably seen three quarters of this over the span of my lifetime just on TV and shit as it turns out I've maybe seen 10% of this I'd seen way less of this film than I fucking thought I had Mm mm-hmm and uh, struggling where to start here. Okay, so stars Tom Atkins. It has a really strong invasion of the body snatchers kind of vibe going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start with I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the positive. 
All right. There's negative? Holy shit. The fact that they tried to do something new, to take it into this anthology film, where it's not just an anthology film, but an anthology film series. Right. Brilliant idea. I absolutely love that idea. I, I love that the, the fact that they wanted to be able to do a new Halloween film mm-hmm. every year for Halloween, and it could be about anything around Halloween, and those films could have their subsequent sequels. A brilliant idea. Fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Love that. Love that idea. I love the approach. I, I love the concept. Okay? All great. Well, the, the concept behind the franchise building thing. Um, so they bring in a world-famous sci-fi writer. Cool. John Carpenter rewrites it. Awesome. The writer-director rewrote it. What the fuck's his name again? Um, who the hell I forgot it. it. Um, well, wait. Nigel Neal did do it, and then it was Tommy Lee Wallace, I think. Tommy Lee Wallace, yes. Yeah. He also directed it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't say the writing's bad, but it's not good. I mean, the concept of witches meets computer age, good concept, like it. Uh, the fact that they fucking stole a stone from Stonehenge and are using particles of it and computer chips to kill the children of the world. Mm-hmm. Fuck is stupid. I disagree entirely. Um, now, now, if they would have just gone... If they would have lost Stonehenge, okay? So they're, they're using witchcraft on these masks. And then they're going to use our new technology against us to, to mass kill people. Right. Okay, I can go with that. That's a little less ridiculous than, you know, sprinkling bits of fucking Stonehenge. But I, it's not, it's not one of the best in the series, Mike. Well, I'm not, I, I'll, I mean, I, come on, man. When, in the beginning, when, uh, the, the old guy's getting strangled and he pulls the block out and the car rolls down and it's, oh, it's going great. like fucking five miles an hour and it kills a robot, really? That was great. You know what? You know what? That made me think of like when I watch it now. Um, no. An- Anton Yelchin getting crushed. Is it too soon to say that? <laughs> it's too soon, man. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> it was like fucking two episodes ago. Well, probably three or four that we were talking about fucking green room, you dick. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I apologize. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, see, I would have agreed with you. Like, like up until 20-year-old Michael J. would have agreed with you that it is really bad. But when I I'm not saying it's really bad. Well, I'm not saying that. It's, it's a cheesy movie that would have been forgotten from the 80s yeah. if it didn't have Halloween on it. Right. You realize and it's it's perfectly watchable. Mm-hmm. I will probably watch it again. I'm not saying this is gonna be any huge rotation for me, but I, I will watch it again just to see if there's more that I missed and this and that. I mean, honestly, I was kind of falling asleep half during it because 
I was so entertained. <laughs> well, it, it kept my cat entertained. My cat was sitting there staring at the TV. Well, the uh, I, I can at least tell you that the commentaries are at least interesting. Are they? Uh, yes, I would highly recommend listening to those. Um, is, is Carpenter on it? No, Carpenter is not on it. Uh, but, uh, okay. Yeah. Did you listen to the <laughs> commentary on the 35th anniversary Halloween disc with him and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? I haven't yet, no. That's an entertaining commentary. As well as um, Halloween 2 has a commentary with... Um, believe it's Rick Rosenthal and um, Leo Rossi who played Bud, the uh, paramedic. That's that's an intriguing commentary. I would listen to that as well. Um, What do you call it? But uh, I think I've grown, my appreciation for it has grown more so over the years. Plus you're going to get fired because that is Tony's favorite film. Like I said, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not up there in the series. You better thank your lucky stars he does not listen to this show because if he did, you would be fired. All right. Well, if you had to rank it amongst Halloween, the entire franchise. Oh, God, I've never done that before. Where would you put it? Or Jeez. what would you put below it? I don't. Let's make it simple. I mean, well, let, let's put it this way. Um, I love Donald, but five would have to go below it. Um, Resurrection would have to go below it. H two O would have to go below it. Um. Probably, you can stop right there. I agree with that. <laughs> uh, that that would be mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean they would they would definitely have to go below it. And I mean, as much as I love Donald, yes. Um, but five is probably the one that I've watched. Actually, I'll tell you this: in order of the ones that I've watched, those three are the ones that I've watched the least. Yeah, those are my least favorite, too. I mean, now having seen the complete franchise, I put it above those ones. Yeah. Well, at least you do that. At least you give it that, so. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, it's not horrible. It's just not, you know, great. Yes. However, talking about great, Mike, why don't you tell us about your homework? Do we have to say that it's great? Really? I think it's great. That's why I assigned it to you. Uh, well... Um, I was watching it, and I don't know... What'd you watch? I watched John Dies at the End, and it stars somebody and somebody, and I saw... Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti in there, yeah. I was was like, wow. I'm like, this guy's, like, digging at the bottom of the barrel for rolls if he's doing this thing. He went from pig vomit and private parts to this. Wow. Um... Well, he... He did, uh... He did this because this was at the time when he was in heavy talks with Don Coscarelli to be in Bubba Hotep 2, oh. where, where he was going to be uh, the colonel. Oh, I thought they were going... Oh, he was going to be Colonel Sanders? Not Colonel Sanders, you fucking idiot. The, the manager of Elvis. Oh, Colonel uh, Parker? 
Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant... I, well, see, he would work as Colonel Sanders, just, like, dye his fucking beard white and fucking put a hat on him. He could fucking do it. He could pull it off. <laughs> That'd be great. Fucking Bubba Hotep 2. Elvis. Fucking... What was the other one? Oh, um, the Black JFK. And Colonel Sanders. Together to save the world. No, part two is actually going to be a prequel. Oh. Back when he was making a movie, and there were going to be vampires. It was supposed to be Baba Nosferatu. Oh. Well, anyway, I still think that Baba Hotep and Phantasm are better films than this. This seemed to me like a jumbled mess, and I spent a great majority of the time trying to understand what the fuck was going on. And I used fuck, just like John would use fuck, but I did it too. Because I just want to know what was going on. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Like, John died. But it wasn't at the end. Yeah, it's more towards the middle. (laughs) That makes no sense. Then why call it John dies at the end? Why not call it John dies at the middle? John dies in the middle bullshit that nobody will understand ensues and then he's there at the end for like I still don't get it then you got Clancy Brown who I think is a great character actor what the fuck is he doing there he's a mystic that knows the truth about reality it's like he's wasted Oh, like, dude. The whole movie just seemed wasted to me. Like, it, it ended, and I'm just like, really? No, it's fucking I, hysterical, Seriously? Man. I didn't laugh. What is wrong with you? I'm, and you know me. I'm, I'm just as, as, as humorous as the next person. And I did not laugh. At, at all. all. Not at all. Oh not my god, dude, it's fucking hysterical. I mean, come on, when they're seeing different versions of the same girl, and it's just like, well, John jerks off a lot, and he has pretty eyes, bad eyesight because of that, but I don't, so why are we seeing different versions? of? I mean, come on, shit like that's just funny. Mm-hmm. Or, I want to shoot you so bad my dick's hard. Yeah, I heard that. I did not laugh. I was like, hmm. <laughs> But you know what? The whole time I'm sitting there, the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I can imagine John sitting there watching this. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Keep going! Take that fucking soy sauce! Take that fucking soy sauce! Take the fucking soy sauce right in your fucking face! Yeah. I I do love that movie. In fact, I watched the movie, have uh, purchased and read the book. The book is great. I have not picked up the sequel book yet. Did so. you Did you get the film on on Blu-ray or no? I actually don't own it yet. However, I will. I just Ooh. haven't got around to that yet. Wow. Have you shown it to the girlfriend yet? Yeah, she actually greatly enjoys it as well. <sighs> because you're wrong. Okay, she's she's on the soy sauce too. Wow. There's nothing wrong with the sauce, my friend. Uh, it's just, I think, I think instead of doing that, um, Coscarelli should have... Um, focused his energy on a Bubba Hotep 2 or a Phantasm 5 a lot sooner. 
and then just trashed. John dies at the end because John was a big disappointment. Much like John Rhodes is in real life. You say that, however, how many of our listeners, how many of our friends out there yes. agree with me that it is fucking fantastic? Uh, I think they need to revisit it um, and not take the sauce before they do. So, so far there's only been one of us that have assigned homework Yeah, that has been approved. Let's, let's look at it actually, that way. You mean that's actually liked? Right. Um, oh, yeah, because that's right. You like Darling, right? Yes. Yeah, so so that's a point to you, and neither one of us have scored a point since. Right. So, all right. I don't know. Well, we have to, We have to like, see, There's there's got to be, like, a more impartial way that we could do this maybe maybe we shouldn't pick the homework maybe we should have somebody else pick our homework i'm open up to that idea have the, girl, have to, the girlfriend right. just pick a random movie for us to watch she's she's not partial to anybody she doesn't know me really so she could pick <laughs> something really like um i don't know insane and it doesn't have to be horror like I oh, just, fuck no, it doesn't have to be I, horror. I just have to, John dies at the end is not horror. Well, we know John dies at the end is just a fucking... I don't know what the fuck that is. It's, it's, a, it's a mess, basically. That's what that I is. I mean, you could barely call Halloween 3 horror. Well, yeah, I don't know what that is, really. But, um, yeah. I'm thinking... Um, mm, mm. All right, people. Well, this is going to take a while. Yeah. So... We're going to take a break while Mike continues to think. And hopefully that thought will be done Mm -hmm. when we come back.
And now it's time for a press play video voicemail. Hi guys, it's Earl again. And I was, uh, <laughs> I was calling because I, uh, I just heard Jean Wilder die. <laughs> and I, uh, I just wanted to call and say something about it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who else to call. I could talk to my chats about it, but they just don't seem to understand. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys are so great, and I just remember all the times of renting his movies on VHS and enjoying them. Oh, man. He truly will be missed. Oh, <laughs> boys, I can't, I can't keep doing this. <sighs> All right, and we're back. And I was waiting for the end of the roar of the MGM lion, a.k.a. John Burping, to bring it back. Um, that was another <clears throat> synth song as well as um, a press play voicemail. Um, we have some weird fuckers calling. Uh, this guy really... And these are the docile tones of Michael J. That's right. Welcome back. It's a lot more soothing than your... Fuck you, man. People like my voice. See if you could do that. See if you could do that next time. That's the MGM lion in burp form. (laughs) I just see your little fucking head with your... Oh, wait. This is an old picture of you on Skype, isn't it? As your... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I, I see you... And you don't have the mane that you used to have, so you really wouldn't work well with the, you know. No, I'm I'm pretty much clean shaven now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Well, actually, yeah, I haven't shaved in a couple of days. I need to do that. Oh. Uh, like I said, Russian steroids. Anyway, hey, okay, so we are here. We put it out there to our our followers, yes. our listeners, our friends on Facebook that would be. Discussing franchises. Now, I didn't really divulge what about them we'd be discussing because everyone likes a little bit of mystery. So, this is the part where we're going to discuss franchises, but not just that. Oh, fuck no, because everybody does that. We're going to discuss a little bit on how we think they should be continued. All right, but before we get into that, our friends on Facebook have actually been kind enough to let us know what they enjoy. So, if you would allow me, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street actually took the lead for franchises by one over Halloween. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I voted in that, did I? I don't think I did. But that's Uh, very disappointing. How anybody could think that Nightmare on Elm Street is better than Halloween. You people need your head examined. I'm sorry, but you do. Really? Yeah, I actually agree with that. Really? Um, Die Hard and Friday series tied. No, I agree with you that Halloween's superior. Yeah. I mean, Die Hard's even better than Nightmare on Elm Street. What the fuck? Uh, that last one was pretty bad. I still haven't seen it because I'm afraid of the badness. That's why I don't watch it. Uh, Evil Dead followed those. Oh, Die Hard's better than Evil Dead, but continue. Oh, yeah. Apparently, according to our uh, friends on Facebook, it is. Wow. Yes. Even though they're wrong. Yes. Uh, 
The Bond series Mm -hmm. came in behind Evil Dead. Oh. Followed by The Man with No Name. Ah, and you probably haven't seen any of those, have you, Earth King? I've seen most all of them, I believe. Really? I'm surprised I haven't seen Which actually tied Mm -hmm. with Smokey and the motherfucking Bandit, y'all. Can't get wrong with a little bit of Eastbound and Down. And finally rounding it all out Mm -hmm. that actually tied both the man with no name and Smokey and the Bandit, the Escape series. Now, can we really call... I'm calling it a fucking series. series. Because it's really not. It's just Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. That doesn't count. I call it. Fuck you. (laughs) And then... Sadly. I'm surprised you don't have the Bruce Campbell series, you know, and just lump in all of his movies in the <laughs> series. And then sadly. There are a million Facebook accounts just to fucking vote that up to the top. <laughs> there was some orphans that didn't get any votes. The Paranormal Activity series. Oh. The Saw series. Thank God. The Police Academy series. What? I'm surprised about that. No love for the Police Academy. I love Police Academy. And the Texas Chainsaw series. That really didn't no get love. any votes? Wow, I'm surprised. No love. Damn. I know, I mean, I really should have tossed my voice in there because I think I would have voted for almost all of those at least once. Of course you would have. I, well, no, talking favorites, eh... No, they probably wouldn't have got to vote for favorites. Oh. In all honesty, Evil Dead, obviously. Smokey and the Bandit, fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Predators, goddamn good. Uh, Escape. Yeah, those would be mine. So, so your ideal... Okay, so basically, if you had the option to have um, um, Ash on one ball and Bandit on the other ball, you would do <sighs> Fuck yeah. You'd be like you'd be like, yeah, that's right, you suck it. You get right to that creamy fucking center. You do it now. Take that <laughs> fucking creatine blend all down, you know. <laughs> so creatine in your face, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's what it looks like coming out. <laughs> so Mike Why don't you pick a franchise? And I want you to tell me how you're going to continue it. Because you already told me you had one. Well, And it's kind of one that doesn't have a franchise. It does not have yet. a franchise yet. But it... See, now there's rumors that they are making the sequel book um, to this into a, into a film. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, the book... Uh, the book is called Doctor Sleep. And it's a continue, it's a sequel to The Shining. And okay. I've tried to read the book. I bought the book. I tried to read it. I think I got less than 100 pages into it. And I just had to stop. Um, it's incredibly boring. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's just, in my opinion, it's bad. I mean, it's real Real, real, you, real bad. Have you ever read The Shining? I have not, but I've seen the film multiple times. Have you ever read any of Stephen King's books? Um, I have. 
And there is a book that he wrote in like 91 or 92, and I know I've said this before at some point. Um, it's called Gerald's Game. Mm, okay. I love that book. I thought that book was brilliant. Still waiting uh, I think, for an adaptation of that in some form. I think Salem's Lot is probably my favorite of his. Okay. Just something about that book I love. Better than the film version? Uh, which film? Uh, the original 79 film, which is coming to Blu-ray in a few weeks from Warner Brothers. Uh, I kind of want to say so. Yeah. I do. Well, maybe I will have to watch it because I... I had a tough time trying to make it through the 79 Salem's Lot when I did try to watch it before. Yeah, um, I honestly, and this might be a little blasphemous, prefer the Rob Lowe one. Ooh, see, that's another one. That's another one of Tony's favorite films. He the Rob Lowe it. one? No, no, no. The 79 Salem's Lot. He loves it. Oh. Loves it. Wow, you're really batting a thousand today. You should be thrilled that he does not listen to this show. Yeah, he also has shitty taste in cigars. Oh, well, he'll be, uh, I should call him up and tell him to come in here. <laughs> yeah, I think, right. I think I had to do that, but, um. I want to hear the new whore master, Michael J's take on The Shining 2, though. I gotta fucking hear this. I wouldn't call it Dr. Sleep. I would call it, um. I would call it, um, what the hell is it? The Shining 2. The Shining 2. Still Shining. Well, no, I was going to call it The Rise of <laughs> Jack Frost. Because instead of Jack Torrance, he's Jack Frost. And what it would be was it would start, it would open in a winter, well, you would see like a, a time lapse of the seasons change. Okay. And then it, you would see like, the snow would begin to melt as spring would descend upon the Overlook Hotel. So then we go out to the maze and we see um, Jack Nicholson like he's there and he's frozen. And then all of a sudden you, you see like the ice break away. And then all of a sudden like he's like and then you see him and he's like, here's Johnny or Johnny's back. And then he gets up and then he goes to the house and there's a new family in there as a caretaker and he stalks them and kills them down one by one with his axe. Okay. Couple notes. Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson will never fucking do that. So... Make him like the woman in the tub now. But why do you think he would never do that? Well, A, he is really old, and B, he would tell you a suckiest dick. He'd never fucking do that. No, I think he would. I think at this point he's probably desperate for work no. because he, so needs, he, he needs a sports side actor. seats at the Laker games. So You get a younger actor, and yeah. you make him look fucking hideous like that woman in the tub. Yeah. So you have a disturbing factor. And you obviously do not have a new family there because that's just stupid. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. What you do is you either have the spring staff or the police and whatnot. I would say spring staff, you know, showing up a little early trying to figure out what the hell went on. Right. And 
So, yeah, I mean, that's a really bad sequel. I mean, that's like a season of the witch kind of sequel, but hey. Well, then how about we do this? How about we have uh, Jack Nicholson <laughs> play the woman in the tub, like get him naked and have him be in the tub because, you know, he's old enough to do that. It looks fucked up enough to do that. You know, you don't really need makeup because he is older. Okay, um, that's just a horrifying thought. And and then you just get, you know, well, he's going to have shriveled up old man balls anyway, so it's fine. Um, it's a horrifying thought. Well, you, that that makes the movie even more scary. And then <laughs> you get you, what you do is you get Paul Rudd to play Jack Torrance then at that point. So you get him made up just like Nicholson in 1980, and have it. Yeah, that's what you do. And then <laughs> Paul wake up. Here's Paulie. Oh wait, cut. Here's Johnny. That there we go. The Shining All Two. Right. The return of the revenge of Jack Frost because. He's no longer Jack Torrance. He's now Jack Frost. So here's the thing. Mike took a classic horror film yes. and put a really shitty spin on it. Well, that's what he thinks Roger it's Corman fun. would do. Because he yeah. thinks it's funny. And yeah, that's you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I am like the Michael J. version of Roger Corman. That's exactly Allow me okay. to expand upon a franchise that wasn't even mentioned. Karate because. Kid. Uh, that, uh, I could probably do that, but no, <laughs> I'm going to do the thing. Well, that's really not a franchise. Well, there's two films, which is more than the shining has. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. We're going to do a modern day sequel. Right. Now this modern day sequel takes place, guess where? Um, guess where, Mike? Can you guess? Um, Pennsylvania? No, Antarctica. Because oh. you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, the military has shown up since the events of the Kurt Russell one, not right. the fucking prequel. Yes. Because that's not a bad thing. I actually enjoyed the prequel. I just, you know... Well, you said the prequel goes have. into the Kurt Russell one anyway, so... Oh, it does perfectly. So... Yeah. So it's a trilogy. What happens is the military shows up and they've discovered kind of what's going on, and it's all quarantine. Giant quarantine area. Right. However, a new officer has shown up on base modern day. And... He's pompous. He's an asshole. He doesn't care about that. Right. He thinks he's being wasted up there. And through his delegate through his stupidity, yes. he breaks quarantine. Oh boy. So we have the thing return. So it is now on the loose in this highly advanced military complex mm-hmm. in Antarctica. And it's just kind of running rampant through that. And of course we, we play off from much the way John Carpenter's did the paranoia. We isolate them. Right. You know, this highly advanced facility quickly gets, you know, shut down, no power. Everything just starts going to hell. People are dying left and right. We don't know who's human. We don't know who's the thing. And just really ramp it up. 
And I think the way you end it is. How about you just be a, blow up Antarctica? Well, I'm, I'm getting there, actually. There has to be a kill switch because anyone building an isolation zone around something like that would think of that eventually. Mm-hmm. So they have a kill switch. Right. So it ends with our hero, whoever he or she may be, hitting a kill switch. Paul Rudd. So it's Paul Rudd. Yeah. And he sets off the new Boom. See, Bruce Campbell could be in it, too. But he's, like, too old and ragged, so he, you know, dies. But Paul survives. All right. And then... There we go. That's not the end, though. We get the credits. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as the thing comes up, we get the classic thing, light coming through, the, the words. And then it starts to blur and clear and clear. And then suddenly we realize... We're in the Arctic still. And we see a husky running away. That would be at the end of, of this third film in the trilogy. Yes. Okay, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, okay. Why do you have to give it reason to continue yet again? Why don't you just annihilate Antarctica? Because I, I like that option. Is the dog the thing? Is it not? Of course, with us showing it there at the end, we're heavily implicating that it is the thing. So you're trying to But that option is always there. So you're trying to leave it open ended like Carpenter did in eighty two. Maybe. Not maybe, that's exactly what you're doing. Shut up, Mike. Wow. You know, I thought you were better than that. You're saying my film's worse than yours? God, yes. Because at least I use interesting mm-hmm. plot devices. You're just recycling carpenters from 30-some years ago. I am updating and... Fuck you. You're recycling. You're updating and recycling. It's like you're taking... You're taking it and putting it in the recycle bin on the curb. Just to be picked up and recycled. And then released again, and then recycled. Because you're always going to have that husky, or that bird, or that frog, or that fly. Um, what's it going to be next time? A, a picture of your creatine drink? Maybe your creatine drink is the thing. Maybe what you're drinking right now, as you're sitting next to me here, is the thing. Or across from me, because I can fucking... Um, I can see it going down your throat. Just think, that's the thing going down your throat right now. So, let me try again. And I'm going to do Carpenter again, but I'm not going to do the same. Because apparently Mike thinks I'm shitty at that. Right, well let's see if you're any better with this. I have a feeling this is still going to be shitty, but let's see. We're going to continue Escape. Alright. I get a better one. I get a better one when you're done with this one, but go ahead. Let's see this. Okay. So, at first, just just imagine the black screen and just the voice. Yeah. First, he escaped New York. Mm-hmm. And then, he escaped L.A. And then, now, he escapes. Or, now, he escapes. Press play. Now, 
this summer yeah. he escapes mm-hmm. Earth. Okay, so oh my god, stay with me, stay with me. All right, go ahead. So, this was actually John Carpenter's idea. He wanted the third in the series to be Escape from Earth. No now, there's not really any more plot details given than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of Escape from L.A., he shuts down the world, right? Right. Right. Problem is, is that we still have the scientists and everyone that know how to build that shit. Yeah. So, nations and everything kind of has crumbled. Chaos has really started to ensue. Mm -hmm. New governments have arose and power and all that has slowly been restored. It's not 100%. This is really bad. It's like after apocalypse levels. Okay. Mm -hmm. And for his crimes... Snake Plissken is banished. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. So instead of simply executing him, the people from the old government in hiding Mm -hmm. send him to the moon. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, wait. Just wait. Just wait. One small step for man, one giant leap for Snake Plissken. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Because... They have a giant complex on the moon. Oh, God. You and these complex shits. Yeesh. Well, there there has to be some kind of facility there. I mean, people just can't wander around like... Yeah. We're, we're talking about hostile environments. That's why there's complexes there, right. you fucking idiot. Yeah. So it's an under-the-surface, mm-hmm. and Snake is sent there. His goal... Is actually to take down the rebel leaders. Oh, now we're getting all Star Wars. Wow. Except this time with Snake, we don't really have the ticking clock. Okay, we don't have the bomb in him. We don't have the disease. We don't have any of that. Right. And in this film, Snake actually chooses the rebellion. Yeah, he's Star Warsing it up, people. Star Wars. He's got to go against the Sith Lord? Is that the problem? No, the way it ends is we have Snake Plissken, Mm -hmm. the rebel leader of the moon. Oh, God. The rebel leader of the moon. Right, so we in the film kind of Conan-like. You know how Conan was always sitting in his throne? Well, now we have Snake all relaxed in his big regal chair. Now the leader... Of the moon. Oh, boy. I don't know how long you you and your girlfriend have been together. But the fact that, that... I mean... Wow. You're, like... Three years today, actually. Thank you for asking. I well, happy anniversary when you get home you'll have to tell her. But um Yeah. Um Um 
See, I used to think that you were like brilliant when it came to the the the, the writing game, but this is just off the charts. Just I know I'm a whack job, but you're like you're dare I say? Brilliant. Should I call you John Wood? You you telling me you wouldn't watch Escape Earth? I I would um if I was um I'm trying to think what company owns the rights to that to that now um I think, I think MG, MGM I, yeah I think MGM does if I was an executive at MGM I would be like we are in financial straits already and we usually go with um Sony to um back our 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 feature film endeavors they. If if I were to go to Sony with this, they would laugh me out of the room. This is, that's exactly what they would do. It's exactly what they would do. All right, Mike, you have a try. Go for it. Whereas I want, I want to hear your next pitch. Whereas if I went to Sony's offices and I sat down and I said, you know, in 1983. Carpenter made a film that I loved. They would love this idea. And it's called Battered to the Bone. Christine 2. Back from the Crusher. Back from the Crusher. Yes. It opens in a junkyard. We see a cube of a car. That is Christine. And we see her regenerate herself, basically unfold before our eyes and become a car once again. And then it flashes 34 years later. We see headlights and Hmm? we see a car driving down the road with the ghost of Arnie driving to us. Or actually, yeah, Arnie's ghost is driving the car. And the ghost kills the people. Actually, he runs them down with the car. And so... You're, you're just rehashing Christine. Right, but she's back from the crusher, so she's even battered to the bone. And Arnie is her ghost driver this time. Because since Christina is technically a ghost, Arnie's spirit will power her. So he's he's tied to the car now. Yes. See, I would actually take a sequel to that film. Uh, Yeah, see, you like Back from the Crusher. We just need, you know, a little bit more to that, a little bit more to the bones. Well, there is. There's. There's Arnie's there with her. So it's like they're. They're now. Now it's like when she gets people inside the car, you actually see them getting choked by Arnie, or stabbed by Arnie. Okay, so I, I, I'm actually going to help you with this one, and then we're gonna we're gonna end this, and I'll actually divulge why we're discussing this. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're we're not going to make a present day. We're going to set this five years later. So we'll say 1987. Okay. 
because uh, it was 83, so 88. Oh, it was 83. Yes. I'm sorry. 88. So 88. Yes. All right. So our two survivors have gone on, graduated college, and they're actually still a couple trying to settle down. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what town that was. Small town USA. Um, yeah, I don't remember the thing either. Yeah, small town USA. Okay, we'll call it that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a couple of friends are going through the junkyard. Yeah. And they're trying to find parts. They're trying to restore, oh, let's say a 1968 Dodge Charger. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course you'd pick that, but okay. <laughs> I actually believe that's what his friend drove. Probably. Blue one. Anyway. Might have been a 69. Can't remember. Hey, either way. They run across... The cube. All right? Okay. Except it's not quite a cube anymore. It's straightened out a little bit. And there's there's a guy that's, you know, standing around trying to straighten out pieces. And he's got this red jacket on. And, and they're trying to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And it's Arnie. And Arnie's talking about how he loves... You know, his 1958 Plymouth Fury and how he's going to restore it. Right. I think he's a little crazy. and But the one kid's kind of sold as, as Arnie's telling him stories about his car, Christine, and how great it is. Right. And then a couple days later, they're driving by and they see a beat up 1958 Plymouth Fury. Yes. With a for sale sign on it. So they stop and they they see Arnie again, and Arnie sells the one kid that was kind of interested in it mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wait, so Arnie then, didn't die in the first one, is what you're saying? No, Arnie's dead. Arnie is a ghost. Oh. Arnie's spirit is tied to Christine. Now this kid buys it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And we're getting the scenes of, you know, the kid driving it, and it's junky, and it kind of breaks down, and he doesn't know what to do. And his one friend hates it. Yeah. Just gets out and starts walking away. Fuck you and your piece of shit car, blah, blah, blah. And we just see Arnie kind of appear in the back seat. And freaks out the kid, and Arnie just attacks him. Yeah, that And then we pull back, and the car's shaking. And we see that the kid... Set up. He's kind of pale. Mm-hmm. And he picks up the glasses from the back seat, puts them on, and kind of straightens his face out. Because the skin's not quite right. Oh. Mm-hmm. This and is what I like. He strokes the steering wheel saying, I love you, Christine. Mm-hmm. And boom! The green light just comes on, flooding the interior. Yes. The car fires up, and he starts revving it, and it, you can hear the engine smoothing out. God, I want this so bad. And then he just punches it and peels off, and his friend's walking down the road, talking, listening to his Walkman, because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. totally bitching. Right. And we just see the lights come over the knoll, and he turns and looks, and we just hear the motor screaming as Christine comes over the knoll and just flattens it. 
want to view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it Hurry up, Violet! This way, Grandpa! There's no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. It's alive! It's alive! Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.